nah, nah, nah. And then I'll put the music in right there. Here we go. White Lotus, season two, episode three, the Godfather app. We knew it was coming at some point. I, I did not know that we were getting a Godfather app like this. He's a big wig from Hollywood, Imperioli. His dad's 80, <laughs> 75 years old. The God, they're Italian. Well, we noticed at the end of episode two, he was watching. He's watching the, the God. Godfather. Say, I'll be calls F. Marie Abraham Nona. Like, are, are you? Are you? Ho- I'm hoping that like, this is not the end of the Godfather stuff. I'm hoping this is just the start. Well, do we move on to like more contemporary mobster films like Goodfellas? No, 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 no. I just want <laughs> he's watching to do- Goodfellas in the next episode. What I want is him just to be walking in the same street that. Uh, that Don Corleone walked uh, when um, De Niro played him in two. I just wanted to walk in that street. Well, so, yeah. So, oh, maybe we move on from one to two now. Yeah. Uh, we go from one to two. Well, so I will say this. Uh, this is jumping a little bit ahead. But um, I, I was listening to uh, another podcast talk about the app. And they were using a lot of this, uh, uh, looking at Michael Imperioli's character and kind of look at him as Michael. And the way he talks about women, and there's the two different types of women you could want. You could want a Kay Corleone, the strong, the strong woman. And that's a lot of what his ex-wife kind of represents. Or there's, you know, or you could get a... Apollonia. Apollonia. And, you know, she. the whole point of Apollonia, she's just there for Michael. And she's just there as a vehicle to get murdered. She's not much more in the movie than like... She's not a drawn-out character. Yeah. And she doesn't necessarily improve Michael's life from a story point of view. Like, she is there as a plot point. You're yeah. right, to be his wife. To and his to wife. be this, like, this connection to, like, the sorrow that well, will continue well, with him. Well, also, of all the things, you know, he was like, oh, well, she can be all the things he always wanted her to be because she's dead now. And... It's only in the positive and in a lot of the ways... Like, she's not K. That's all it is. Well, but also it's a lot of the ways that he looks at a lot of these women around him and a lot of, like, Lucia, this this woman. There's not... Other than money, there's no strings attached and he can just... He can have fun with her. And he can have fun with with a lot of these people, um, with the hookers and all that. And there's no... There's nothing behind her. You can close the door on them. But Kate, it's kind of hard to close the door on her. Well, every as we single, saw in the end of The Godfather. Every single character in this episode is dealing with like the insecurity of relationships. Yeah. Right? And we're also we're also turning everything on its head. What we thought was the good couple, Theo and Daphne, they're immediately the worst couple now because we learned that Ethan doesn't hate Aubrey. He just is, is kind of confused why she's acting all strange all of a sudden. They tell each other everything. Ethan doesn't lie to her. And then on the other side, Theo cheats on his wife. Yeah. She knows it. They kind of play games, which means, hey, we're just going to be as happy as we think individually t- and not together at all as we originally thought they were. So we're throwing the kind of what the good couple was on its yeah. head. Honestly, Aubrey and him just need to like have sex and they'll like, and I think like their relationship could get back on track. Am like, I like throwing this way out of left field or is he like a voyeur maybe? Maybe that last scene, you know? Ooh. Or he's just like, I don't want to cheat. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm saying left field. I'm going to be honest. Left field, I, though. Yeah, 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 I genuinely think he's just like, I don't want to cheat. I and think I'm like really fucking high right now. And, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was like, well, no, so, so I, as I said, I heard other people talk to you, this idea like, well, notice which girl it was. And, the, and she was able to be like, ah, all right, he said, no, it's okay. If it was Lucia, she would have been like, "No, come on, let's let's do this," and he and he probably would have he probably would have done it. No, disagree. You, you don't think that it was Lucia, and she kind of and she kind of stressed it. No, she would. She's like she's not stupid. She can sense when someone doesn't want to do something. She would just be like, "Okay, but we're getting paid, right?" Yeah, 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 yeah. But she wouldn't force him to do anything. She wouldn't. Pr- I don't think she would pressure. Like nothing gave us that indication. She when Imperioli says no. She just kind of looks at him and is like, okay, fuck, what am I going to do tonight? Not, not, can I try and get Imperioli? Also, I really like in the scenes when she's in Imperioli, especially at the bar, she she turns it on. You literally, you see her literally turn on like, baby, I thought we were having such a good time. And she like, she's able to flip like that. And me and you, when we were watching, they're like, yeah, you were like, yeah, Freddie, she's working right now. It's her job. She's good at her job. And I'm like, and I'm like, she's really good you, you hear the Michael Mann, people talk about it, was that Michael Mann makes movies about people who are fucking good at their jobs. Hey, she's fucking good at a job. Like <laughs> Michael Mann prostitute. It's the same sort of thing. Right? Yeah, but, are I you, mean, are but, you saying that Michael Mann should make a prostitute movie starring Lucia? I don't know. And Michael if, Mann... If she, if she lives past this, this and, show. And it could be with... Uh, 
Who's the, who's the only guy that was left from from Heat? What's his name? Joker? That's not Joker. Who is it? No, it's he, Batman. It's Batman. I mean, what do you? There's only oh, one. it's Batman. Oh, you. Oh, you mean uh, what's his face without, without a voice anymore? Yeah, from um, Top Gun. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Boom. Val He's Kil- left. He goes well, to Italy. I, but I was also thinking, what about uh, Pacino? Pacino? Pacino's still alive. Pacino's like, but Pacino died in Heat. No, he this, didn't. Oh, right, he didn't die. Alex, I, I, I started the Heat Two book. Book opens. He's like, ah, I got a. I got a bullet in my ass. And I'm like, well, how did that sort of the book opens with him just being like, great narration for the audiobook. I got to say, the guy's like trying to do his Al Pacino. Who, who, who narrated? Who, 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 who. It's some guy. I have to go look back. Okay. But it was. They should have got Pacino to do it. That would have been great. You're 100% right. Pacino just should have done the, the audiobook. Right. But going back to the insecurity and the <laughs> relationships, right? I mean, it goes with every single character. Coolidge is dealing with this with Greg. And Haley Lou Richardson is doing this. I'll be right. Like these people, who do we actually want? And will those people actually hurt us? Right. Daphne is fine with being with somebody who doesn't, who maybe doesn't check all the boxes of what you would say the typical great relationship would be. He cheats on her. He kind of, they kind of do whatever the fuck they want to do. Right. And whatever. I mean, Ethan and Aubrey, again, he plays, Mike White is perfect with Aubrey Plaza because all the advantages you would give Aubrey Plaza in a role, her power, her dominance, they're her disadvantages in this. Yeah. They, they're teamed up against her, right? She's uh, she's socially awkward, which she is in like pretty much every single role she's ever been in, right? Her power and is in, like, like... In life. Exactly. <laughs> but like her power is like, hey, you're being a little controlling. His balls are in a vice, right? Like all this advantage that you usually see her have all these roles disadvantages in this show yeah fucking awesome so this also really reminds me that i've heard um the, all the actors talk how these apparently like when they were offered these roles they were they were, uh they were already written for them like the jennifer coolidge role was always written for jennifer coolidge before jennifer coolidge signed up uh the aubrey plaza role written for aubrey plaza it makes before sense before aubrey plaza because you're using all of her yeah. advantages in life and using them against yeah. her well so this also talks a little bit about uh mike white and how he's a big uh reality tv show guy and he's he, he loves this whole thing where you put a bunch of different type of characters in a room and see it and see how they cook and he's like he wants like naturalistic people he's using everyone's naturalistic tendencies i bet you theo james well, he's probably, I don't know if he's having affairs like this. No, and he's I don't being know if he's like that. In re- like the, the actual plot version of this game. Yeah, I don't think he's actually plot but like whenever I've seen him and stuff, he's always a little dicky. He's always in, in, in every role he pretty much plays. He, he like, yeah, he's he, not a secret douche. He is like a straight up douche. Yeah. And all of our shit that we were talking about in the past two episodes, we're like completely wrong about him. He's just a straight up guy we thought he was from episode one. He's hitting him up for money just like we thought he was. He's cheating on his wife because he's Theo James. Well, also, we saw the little preview for episode episode four and, and he's like oh i don't have all the money well that's what we thought right he was yeah, asking for like, money because maybe they don't have so much money well, well we were talking last week like oh is this show gonna keep is it gonna turn ahead on us and we're like no it's actually going exactly where we thought it was and i don't think that's a problem right we we're looking at the show he's like oh hbo sunday night what is this better call Saul? what is this sopranos succession game of thrones like we're looking for something to like tear us apart and we're like no there's some weird dudes hanging out at a ho- at a hotel for a su- for like a week and I'm yeah like, that's why i think i don't think this should be hbo sunday night at least you think it should be hbo monday night listen we're avid tv watchers so like this putting it at this time slot means something and i think yes yeah, Saz, sazlav knows that right well i don't know if Zaz. i, I mean honestly this was this was probably scheduled before sazlav but, but the guys at HBO know that, hey, the people watching HBO Sunday Night know this means something. Yeah, but Alex, hey, it won. It just, it just did. So, season one was like an anomaly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season one won the Emmy. People are watching the show. People are having a great time watching no, no, the show. No, no, it's a well-watched show. It's just not the customary thing we'd get on a Sunday it's Night. It's not the customary. There's I, no I mur- like There's a murder, but there's no investigation. Yeah, but that, but that same thing with season one. Right, I'm saying season one was the anomaly. So, you, so you're saying, like, see, is season two that much worse to you? No, no, I'm not saying it's worse. I'm just saying the prototypical stuff we'd get. Oh, it's, it's just not the norm. It's not the norm. Yeah, 100%. Right? It's not Mad Men. It's not Breaking Bad. And I know some of those were not on Sunday nights. I understand <laughs> that. But but this is what, <laughs> at, at, well, this is what we're thinking when well, we think well, Sunday night. Well, well, Mad Men was Sunday night. Right, but Breaking Bad was Thursday night. Yeah, Breaking Bad was Thursday that, That's an AMC thing. No, at the end, I think it, 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 it went on Sunday But I remember Breaking Bad being, because I remember Walking Dead was on Sunday nights. 
near the end, I think it, it got Sundays. But that, that that's a whole separate conversation. No, but I, I'm saying there there's a thing. I mean, I think we're maybe being assholes here, and we're like, oh, is this show living up to the Sunday night caliber? Like, who gives a fuck? It's good TV. I yeah, I know that Sunday night caliber. That like that like. You got to see it at 9 p.m. Because like, everybody's watching it at 9 p.m. Well, but also this, like, you know, that's like a thing you don't get on Netflix. Like, that show, uh, I think we're going to watch later tonight, 1899, where, like, ah, uh, what comes out. And now, like, Netflix isn't even doing Fridays anymore. They're, like, Thursdays, Wednesdays, Andor comes Fridays. out on Wednesdays. Yeah, I know. But, like, Netflix is, for ages, they were like, we release things Fridays. So at, people can watch at, it over the weekend. But now, Wednesday... You have a longer span to watch I know. the weekend. I was like, and now they're like, you know that new show Wednesday? It's going to be released on Wednesday. And I'm oh, like, that's oh. fine. I'm okay and I was like, it. I was like, oh, what brilliance in marketing right there. Now, I mean, but it's similar to like, oh, uh, we're going to release movies early on uh, July 4th weekend. And then we're going to brag about our uh, really big opening weekend. Yeah, that's box what I'm offices. wondering if this is helping with their overall weekend numbers. But it doesn't matter because you're just because you extend the weekend, you're gonna have more numbers. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. Like, I hate when uh, when when uh, studios are like, you know, how much money we made this weekend on July Fourth weekend. A, everybody's off. B, you have a longer weekend. Uh, honestly, now, Christmas as well. They do the same yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I hate I'm, it. I'm surprised people don't like, do it more often. Like, I would always count the long weekends. I would try to have my movie come out on a long weekend just to guarantee that better box office. No, but then they're then they're saying. But look at our weekends, but yeah. right, shut the fuck up. Well, I, I just learned this, which interesting note. I don't think we I don't think you know this. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh your expected full time gross in theaters is uh two point five to three times your opening weekend. That is the uh kind of like that's the math they do, and that's why uh Marvel makes such a big deal about their opening weekends. And apparently uh Marvel gets like averaging like three times to three point five. Fucking who cares? I, 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 I care about this. No, shit, I got it. I, got I, it. I care a lot. You know, I, I listen to like so much stuff just about the actual finance. No, I got this shit. I get, you know what? I care about the Godfather. And you know who hates it? I'll be this fucking asshole. Oh, okay. what a piece so of I'll shit. I'll be Haley Richardson and the guys. They go to the um, the Godfather house when they when he goes to Santorini in and, Godfather One. And, and I think me and you just like started. We like, love it. No, we, we were having the time of our life. We were like, oh, we gotta go. We gotta bring our dad. Yeah, because they're they're cutting in between Apollonia dying as F. Murray Abraham is explaining this. Else, we should record the God the pod the Godfather with the Podfather there no i definitely would record something there because it's a once in a lifetime destination also the fact that they were actually on screen able to show scenes from the godfather it's uh, f F. Murray abrams explaining what is going on no but me and you were just like well can they just put on the godfather at this point like just we'll uh, we'll just watch the godfather right right, so i'll be he goes into this this monologue of hey the only reason you guys like the godfather which he's probably never seen before as he talks about it i i really hope Later, he like by the last episode he he's watches crying the, and he's he crying. watches the Godfather and he's like you know what saying half bad nobody's <laughs> crying I wanted to be crying nobody watch he he talks about it and he's like the only reason you guys like this movie is because it talks about ideals of misogyny and violence and we can't all solve our problems by beating women and then coming home to you know our wives cooking pasta for us and I mean it's just it's just you know. This guy's such a twenty-year-old little dipshit because he literally has not seen the movie, and he—if he understood that—he anybody who undertakes violence in this movie gets the raw dog deal. Yep. Right. I mean, nobody comes out happy. It's either death or sadness for our characters, and I don't know why we're having to explain the Godfather to people. It's, we we really should not be having to explain the Godfather. The, to it's people. the single, and they're right—the single most important American film ever made. All right, there you go. That's what's up. I mean, but. We kind of see a little double entendre here because we have to. We do believe that F. Murray Abraham and Imperioli are fucking really bad jerk offs when it comes to women. But at the same time, I'll be the super nice guy. He's not getting it done either. Nah, the guy gets no pull, and there's a reason that because he's a fucking drag to hang out with. Because yeah, he's, 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 he's overcompensating. No so. Is Mike White doing? Oh, this is a referendum on wokeness, but it, or it could just be, hey, we're all a little shitty. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I think he is saying we're all a little shitty and like, you know, there. whenever you believe in absolutely one thing, it doesn't work out. Like she liked that other guy, muscly, strong, 
had tattoos, but also complaining about his nips getting a little too cold in the. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. That was hysterical, and that made and that you know that made him endearing, and us, the audience, and her were like, "Oh, that he's cute." And that's and that's and that's and that's what she was trying to do. Hold up, pause. He's cute. Did that's what seem... that's what she was thinking. That's what she was thinking. No, yeah. that's not what we're thinking. That's what she's thinking. Yeah, she's I like, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. He kind of looked like a d bag though. Yeah, he did kind of look like a d bag. That's what I was thought. He's just the opposite of what Albie is, and that's why he that because she, nah, she told he... she told him straight up what she was looking for, which is him. And then he's like, "Is it okay that I came in for that little kiss right there? I'm trying to be more aggressive. No, I hate this kid." When, when he earlier, when like the first thing he says to her, she's like. He's like, well, you know, I did, I wanted to come up, but, you know, I didn't want to be that guy that intruded too much. And she's like, well, you should have just came up. You sh- you don't, don't tell me after the fact. Like, well, yeah, well, but she's what? telling him. I mean, also the problem is that she's spilling her guts to him about all of her issues, yeah. which is a little bit of like, she is kind of leading him on. She should tell him straight up. Well, that's the problem that Jennifer Coolidge tells him. Like, we like these people. We, we love them, but they're never going to love us. And that's our same problem that we're having with Imperioli is that, hey, can we really change? And that, again, that's what the same podcast we were talking about before is like all these people, can they really change who they like or what they want to do in life? And we're seeing them try to overcome these struggles during this week. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't think Daphne or Theo James want to change at all, but I think Aubrey Plaza wants to change for her husband. Ethan doesn't even know if you <laughs> at the end of the day i don't think this guy even knows what the fuck he wants no he has, no he has no idea what he wants i don't know maybe maybe i'm completely wrong on that maybe they are the good couple maybe they're good and the only reason we're thinking they're bad is because we see an outlandish couple in daphne and thea well yet again uh what mike white loves to talk about is he's like you're seeing these guys on vacation this is not them in their everyday lives you're not seeing what they're normally like right maybe can they're just they're out of their bubble here yeah, exactly. That's the whole point. Of this is we're taking them out of the bubble and we're putting them in a new one. What happens? Now, when Imperioli. All these... This is how he is in real life. I don't. Well, no, I, no. I see that with the couples, with with especially Aubrey Plaza and Ethan. Well, yet again, I think the reality show uh, comment. Just this all comes back to that. You know, when your whole idea is you're taking personalities. These are people. Like, they're always going to be who they want. You know, when you can, and you're casted on a reality show, they're like. They cast We need you. this stereotype. We need we, this guy. Exact, we need that guy. Exactly. Where's the, where's the loud, nice, fat guy? Exactly. Where's the uh, where's the really snobby like white Are you chick? You're total drama island right because now because they did it better than anybody else yeah, has. They, they have. Because it's animated and it's scripted. <laughs> yeah, like it literally is a scripted show. Like it's <laughs> like it's a narrative drama. Like it's not a reality show. These aren't real people. <laughs> I mean that's why that's why it's better, by the way. Yeah, that is why it's not, well I feel like Mike White, like he'll he'll watch it, he'll be like, Oh, this is actually great stuff, right? No, here. if he had kids around that age when that show came out, he'd probably watch no, it. No, even now, because he, he he loves, he talks about it all the time. He competed in he's reality. He's a big, big cartoon network guy? No, he's a rea- but he's a reality I, I thought TV you were gonna show. say he talks better now. Sam Ray Jack's favorite show no, of all time. That that'd be hysterical. Like, next thing Mike White's like, you know what? My next big my next my next big take for HBO, Samurai Jack. Saw a lot of like Jack Black in in Aku. You know what I mean? Very similar character dynamic. <laughs> That's your like dream right there, Alex. <laughs> if he said that in an interview, I No would, no no, uh, if just Jack Black started playing Aku. No, 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 it's like he saw like Aku and Jack Black, and that's kind of where the pull for for uh for that movie, uh, the you know what's that? Oh, the School of Rock. That's of Rock. that's how he created that character for Jack Black because that's Jack Black's best role ever. Yeah, I think well, you, you don't think when he plays Wolfman Jack? Oh, I was I was thinking in the new um, Mario movie. You're not no no. Those are voice acting roles, and Kung Fu Panda is his best voice acting role. Ah, yeah, that's no, no, true. no. His best acting role to me is Be Kind Rewind or uh, Be Kind Rewind. Nobody talks about that movie other than us. There's a reason why no one. Talks yeah, there's about a reason it. why. Uh, I think it's kind of interesting, though, that we're we watch this on Sunday nights back to the Sunday night conversation because it's interesting to me. Right. And we rewatch it for the podcast every time and we like it infinitely more. Yeah, we I do think the show episodes are even better on rewatch. I don't 100 percent know why. I feel like it's because I know where things are going and I'm like, oh, look at how good of a job he did of doing that but when i'm watching it i'm just like taking it on face value it's kind of strange because we're not waiting for the murder we don't really care about it. Nah. At, least, at least i don't but we are waiting for shit to hit the fan and did, shit did hit the fan this episode but i think we're constantly like oh is that mean shit's gonna hit the fan in that way or we're coming i'm coming up with all these theories does, in my head what does shit hitting the fan even mean? mean in a show like this because we thought from the beginning that theo james is a secret d-bag 
And yeah, he does want Aubrey Plaza to like him, but like yeah. at the end of the day, he just wants to cheat. He wants some whores, and it's yeah. a lot cheap. It's a lot cheaper than Aubrey Plaza. Okay, a lot cheaper than Aubrey Plaza. A lot cheaper because you know you can't get insider trading from Ethan if you sleep with Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. Well, also there's this whole thing he says like, well, you know, these women they have expectations and things they want, and then they get so surprised when you can't meet them. It's like, come on, my guy. You're setting the expectations. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's he's, a, he's not a secret d bag. He is a d bag. Yeah, he just he's just a d bag. Right. And Ethan is a. Is there any faults in Ethan? I mean, he's not communicating. We, we have not yet. So the worst thing he did is he made out with her and then and then shut that down. No, I, I mean, I think he I, if he comes clean to his wife, which he probably will, because I don't see that guy breaking down. If I'm that guy, I'm just saying, yeah, wild. He cheated on his wife. In front, literally right in front of me. In front of me, he tried to get me to. I like if I'm Ethan, I'm just like coming clean, like bro. So the, crazy the, shit. The only time that it shows if he's in trouble is if he doesn't say the truth. If he doesn't tell her, if he doesn't tell Aubrey the truth, then you we know, got problems. I'm wondering how he's gonna handle it. The yeah. thing is, the, they're gonna see those prostitutes around the hotel, and they're gonna be smiling at, at Ethan. Yeah. By the way, well, that that well, theory is still going because I think Albie's gonna be the next guy to sleep with some prostitutes. Uh, or because they're gonna need somewhere to stay that night, you know what I mean? Uh, or, or F you, Murray, F Murray. They are still assigned to F Murray's room and uh and uh what is it uh Imperioli and Imperioli's room. So oh right, they are assigned because they're gonna need somewhere to to go one night, and they're gonna be like, okay, we got no customers. The <laughs> guy who's playing piano is not playing piano tonight. Like she was hoping to make three G's a night at, a night with him. Yeah, she's she's got to make some cash. She's got to make some more cash. Honestly, three G's for that night, not not bad. I I, I don't know what the I don't know is. what's going to rates are. You know, I'm not I'm not a pimp, all right. I also, also, I don't know what Italian cur. I don't know how American to Italian currency. The liros, liros. That's what they're called. Liros, lira, lira. I'm sorry, lira, okay. lira. I mean, I'm not a. I've, I've watched the Deuce, but that's a little bit outdated. We're talking pimp money. Wait, is that, is that what Italian currency is? No, it's just the, like how much a prostitute's making for their they job. They call it a lira? No, no, no. I'm saying the Italian currency's lira, but I'm Oh, saying, okay, that's why I was See, like, I've watched the deuce, but I don't know what the going rate is contemporarily. Well, what was the going rate in the deuce? Well, those people are like street hookers. Like, they're not getting paid <laughs> anything. No, they're not getting paid. They're like, that's like the, it's like the really horrendous shit. You well, what I, I just like the callback. I just like to think it's like the Wolf of Wall Street. I like how he, how he breaks them down into the into the, the different class of hooker. <laughs> no, because they're all like stock classes. They're the yeah. penny stock, the blue chip, right? And all the, all the, all the sectors. <laughs> I thought that was hysterical. It's oh, fucking Jordan Belfort right there. It's all in his book. It's, it's all in Jennifer book. book. Do you think there was something there and they were trying to be like, hey, this is the way women and this is the way men kind of hang out? Yeah. And the kind of differences uh, there? A hundred percent. Right? I mean, they... Again, she was right to a certain extent. Like, you know, everything kind of turns competitive to a certain extent. I don't want somebody being better than me at stuff. And I'm not saying this is all men, but like, hey, if someone's better than me at something, fuck that guy for being better than <laughs> Like, I want to be great. I want to be the well, best. Well, specifically when it's something I like and something I think I'm good at, it's like... Who the fuck does that guy think he is being also good at this thing and if not better than me? Right. And she was like talking about like the loneliness and all that stuff. And like, yeah, women like people hit on them. And like there, there's all this like subtext to like the way like men and women are like kind of treated in society there. Mm -hmm. And again, everybody's ogling. Everybody's ogling Aubrey. Now, whether or not that's like she's really high and that's just what she's perceiving but everybody's ogling her, and Theo James is ogling the prostitutes, and that's kind of the difference there. Yeah, well, I actually think this was, like, cinematically, I think the scene with all the guys ogling Aubrey was some of the best stuff they've done in the entire White Lotus. <laughs> and it's a known stereotype that, like, Italian guys, like, well, they, they go hard. Actually, I saw, I don't remember what the movie was, but I saw it's actually a play on an Italian movie, and it's literally that exact oh, yeah? same street. But it's a, it's like a known thing yeah, that Italian and, guys and, go hard. And it's, in that scene, there's guys, you know, looking over the corner of that uh, staircase, but uh, basically Mike White adds, like, a hundred more guys into that. And what I really like is when, uh, is when the other woman comes back, and, she, and they're like, oh, when they go walk off, you see not all the guys are looking at her. It's like a horror movie scene. It, it's great stuff, though. Also, like that, and also the um, the jet skis. That was also cinematically. Yeah, I mean they they just have the money to do that shit now. So so 
I've heard other people talk about this. Nobody really knows that there's really a reason. Uh, you know, notice how they're both like going to collide into each other, yeah. and I don't know which one swerves. But we're trying to see if that if that means anything because they were basically playing a game of chicken and one of them swerves, but we yeah. don't know which one swerves. I've seen a lot of people trying to pair these guys up, waiting for them to kiss, and they're like, "Hey, oh, guys, yeah. guys, just hang out like that." I think women are just having. They're shipping the two of the guys. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's a lot of homosexual tension. I'm like, maybe I don't think there's. Any. I, I just what? don't think a lot of people know how guys hang out. Like that seems like a lot of fun. What they were doing right there, I was like, that's that, that seems that's like fucking great, dumb. That seems like a great. I'd be like, yo, we're gonna play a game of chicken. Like that seems, with jet skis. I, I, I've done it with canoes, but I've never done a game of chicken with jet skis. Yeah, and I, I'm saying like I don't think a lot of people understand how men hang out. Right? Yeah, and there you go. That, that's we're how just they like do we're like let's just do right up to the point where something dangerous can happen. They're no, like, but ah. like if something something dangerous to a lot of us. Obviously, I'm generalizing people here. But, yeah, but. Dangerous sounds fucking cool. Yeah. At the end of the day. And, and the women were like, you know, taking edibles at like some nice chateau. I don't care about the chateau. I don't care about the shopping. They got fucking jet skis there. Exactly. He's like, I don't know if the weather's going to be good another day. I, I, we got to go jet skiing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, fucking awesome. He's, he's 100% correct. Like, you got to do it while you got the weather. Right. Uh, there wasn't much to Coolidge this episode. Greg left. Oh, well. Uh, one second. One second. She, she hired a... Uh, okay, psychic. as long as we are going to talk and the about psychic the psychic. And the psychic went all banshees of Inisherin on him, and she was like, oh, this is bad shit's happening to you soon. Like, watch out. Like, and she's like, she wants to tell her, and she's like, get out of here. Well, she also doesn't speak Italian, which did not help at all either. Didn't help. I like how she offered her a highball, though. And it was like, ah, oh, a highball. <laughs> yeah, I, I can and take one she, of those. And then she's like trying to sleep, and she's like, uh, Haley Lou, stay in this room as I'm sleeping. I got the new cover. I got the, what was it, the new Vanity Fair? The people. new Vanity Fair. Was it People or Vanity Fair? It was just Vanity Fair. And I got the new Vanity Fair, like, this is too. Th- like, no, she was is- like, I got the new Vanity Fair. You can read it. I was like, Oh, By thank way, you. Like this is fifteen years ago. Like who's reading Vanity Fair? Well, no, also, paper? like, what? Am I waiting for my dentist? Like, what is this nonsense? I think with Haley Richardson, I need three hours of footage of her just swiping on Instagram. There's not enough of that. Well, so this actually was like one of the few things I was like, I gotta take a note of this. Yeah. So it's in the opening scene when she's with all. Well, she talks about TikTok. She does. Well, talk no, about she talks about how she's just like. All, everything. Um, basically, she's like, she looks like she's super depressed and she's like, ugh. Well, she's stealing she's stealing pills from Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, that's later. Yeah. But I'm having the very beginning. Uh, um, she wants to be she's real. She's all the problems of the world and, all, and while she's looking at her phone and all these just like... Um, <laughs> Albie does not get it at all. She, what she tells him is that she, she tells him that I, I don't understand nothing's real because... I keep posting pictures to Instagram, well, pictures that everybody's posted a yeah, million yeah, yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, posted before. And, and then he's like, oh, why don't you just throw your phone in the water? And she's like, yeah. And then just looks deeper into her phone. She's just like, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> and my response to that is, okay, throw your phone in the room for a day. She's just like, she's just like, yeah. Then just goes deeper into her phone. Like, first of all, fuck whatever Albie says. Second of in all, like, like, no, I, I, <laughs> know, I know what the problem is, but I'm just going to go deeper into it. Even though the solution's right around That's the corner. That's exactly what Coolidge said. Again, Greg's been married now four times. <laughs> That's great. I, like, I thought you were only married three Ooh, times. Four with you now. <laughs> Greg is a fucking legend, but... I don't know who's marrying Greg four times, but that's okay. <laughs> that's well, I guess yeah, he's got some. I see. Hey, you can afford to stay at the White. No, Lotus. he was just staying there because he thought he was gonna die. Oh yeah, she paid for his medication. That is great. I do love that they're just throwing the lines like, "I know you saved my life." Thank you. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, do you wanna? Do you wanna? Uh, we can we can take away the prenup." He's like. Well, we can have that conversation. Yeah, I do love that. We can he have like, that conversation when you get back. Yeah, we can have that conversation. He's got to deal with the unions in Denver. Who knows I, I, what's I know. Going you still on. want the unions in Denver? Ep- Why is that not an episode? Alex, season one was only six episodes. The season seven. Seven is like old. is like Greg. Alex, Greg's the one who died. No, no, no the, the murder <laughs> should be like taken care of by episode six. And then episode seven is just like we never actually saw Greg come back. And it's actually like, even if stuff happens with Greg, they're just like you know what. We're just going to go to a flashback. Well, end of episode six, we, we get a newspaper from the States. Like, we get, like, a New York Times. On the front, Greg, dead. 30 men, 30 union members died. It's like the Punisher or something. No, no, no. It's <laughs> like, um, no, in uh, transition us over to, uh, what's it called? Uh, Andor? Andor. What's the what's Prison. The guy, no, what's the guy in Andor who they're like, let him die? 
Let them die. The 30 men and... Oh, uh, Krieger. Krieger, he's basically going to be... 50 men, 50. Oh, no, 30. 30. 30, 30 yeah. plus Krieger. Yeah, 30 plus... They're going to be like, 30 men plus Greg. Like, that, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, ooh, okay, fine. This is this is good. Um, We we think anybody's going to die? Like oh. what? No, who do we think is going to die? Uh, oh, uh, Lucia's... Lucia's... Uh, Mia. Fr- yeah, Mia is going to die as soon as she has sex. Oh, it's the uh, horror movie principle. Exactly. Now she's it's, getting... the, it's the horror movie. You said the horror movie. I'm like, it's the horror. Oh, that's the same thing. It's the same thing. Horror <laughs> with the WH. The horror movie principle. She keeps trying to have sex. She just never does it. Exactly. And, I, and I'm saying, as soon as she does, that's when she... If she doesn't have sex with anybody, she's going to live. She's going to end up having sex with that other dude. Who do you Who do you want Who do you want to die off if you had to pick somebody? I don't know who's going to die... I mean, I think I know one of the prostitutes are dead for a fact. If not both, yeah, yeah. If not both, uh. So other than the prostitutes, so actually, I don't even want the prostitutes to die. I want them to live. That's how I know they're gonna die. No, uh, one of them is gonna die. Yeah. What I don't see either. I see if I can see Lucia dying and Mia getting away. I can see if Mia dies, Lucia also dying. Mm, Lucia's doing okay, no matter what. Mia Mia doesn't know what she's got coming for her. She she's she's new to this prostitute game. Well, she hasn't even started the prostitute she game. She started it by showing interest. By showing interest, but I'm saying she has never actually She's living off this. She's Yeah, li- she's living off. Okay, that means she she knows what it's all about. She she's running herself into a tough game here. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know how it's going to end up, but one of them's dead, and it's, pro- it's probably Mia. Well, it, but we know there's another body dead. I still think Greg comes back, Greg gets murdered. That's fine, but like do you care if Greg dies? You know what I want to die is Jennifer freaking Coolidge, though. I just think it'd be a great twist if they kill off Jennifer Coolidge. You think it'd be a good... Or how is Jennifer, that a twist? Or who, how, how well, no, because no, it's like, who are you going to kill? You kill off the re, the, the return Yeah, that's, why, that's what I said. You, you kill her off because she's annoying. <laughs> There's What is the point to having her in here? I don't think she adds a lot. Of, she, is, she feels like... She feels so weird in this story. She every, feels like tacked on. Yeah. Because um, Haley Lou is with the guys and the couples, and that's 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 eight people, and then we well, have Greg and his uh, and his wife Jennifer Coolidge. And- La- like last season, everybody felt like they were together. This I don't know, just Jennifer Coolidge just feels like she's in a separate story, and the only thing that's connecting her to Haley all the Lou. others is Haley Lou. But she's not really with Haley Lou most of the time. E- even when Aubrey Plaza last episode was like looking at Jennifer Coolidge, it was like, what are you fucking doing? Here? Feels like this there's two like, separate shows. She's like Jennifer. She's like Jennifer Coolidge. This is my season. What what, what are you doing? Yeah, here? it is weird. All right, uh, White Lotus season two, episode three. We're doing Andor next. <sighs> stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I love yeah, that. Yeah, stuff. I love that stuff. All right, Andor episode eleven. Let's just start it off with. Uh, I mean, I think we can kind of guess some answers, but why do we think people are not watching Andor? Because they don't like the numbers. It's clear they put the first two episodes of Andor up on several different Disney-owned networks, including ABC, FX. I want to say Hulu as well. They're putting well. In. More importantly, it's uh, the first two episodes are going to premiere on ABC. ABC, FX, Hulu. I think Freeform. Do they own Freeform? Yeah, they own Freeform. So I think Freeform is showing them as well. I could be wrong about Freeform though. So if you're a big Freeform guy, like two people in the world, you can watch it too. Uh, well, no. If we were like, I don't know, it's modern day Freeform. If we were like even like twelve. Uh, why? Why not Ben? Who's watching Freeform at twelve? I was like watching like CW at 12. Like okay, like, but CW is a lot. For, CW is like Arrow. What does Freeform have? Nah, like Alex. Like no, all, CW, I, I, CW, I'll, I'll call myself out on the pod. I was watching Gossip Girl. But Gossip Girl is catering to your audience. Freeform, I don't think it caters really to anybody. No, they got that like that good time and that, you know, good trouble and stuff I like that. I don't know that. what you're talking You're just putting good and then another word there. And you're saying like, that's a show. That these are shows They're they have. Shows. Right. Right. But, but why the do audience. you think people are not watching the Andor? Fosters? I feel like people watch She Hulk more than they watched Andor. Again, and we know. I, I so and we know so, Andor is fucking incredible. So with everybody who I've talked to about Andor who's not started yet, which is quite a bit, they've all said they're waiting for the season to end. They're just saying that because they haven't checked that out. And and I say that with a lot of shows. When the season ends, I don't check it out. I so I think will be a really big booster for the show will be when it ends up getting Emmy nods because I think the show's going to get Emmy nods. Do you talk of the people you mentioned? 
How many of them care about Emmy nominations? No, but I think it just here's the thing. Here's what people don't realize about these kind of Oscar nominations. It still, still kind of adds. No, something. no, no, no. But I feel like it adds it into the overall conversation, and then more people end up seeing it, and the conversation kind of grows. I think, I think that Andor is going to be a slow rise. I think quality always wins without, and I think slowly more and more people are going to start watching it. That's that's Listen, my belief. We, we do believe people are going to watch when season two, eventually when season two comes yeah, yeah. out. That, that's always but, been but, our theory. But, season two is when the show is going to hit big. But if you watch that first scene, how are you not immediately enthralled? Because that that's I, one of my top three favorite scenes of the show. That very first sequence where Andor is going into the brothel and he's asking for his sister, which we still have not heard about, by the way. What's going on oh, there? Oh, no, no. I, I think that they should never mention the sister again. I well, they, they have mentioned her in uh, episode seven. They mentioned her. but Your what, sister's dead. His mom tells him that. Oh, yeah. She's like, he's, she's probably dead. Like, he doesn't actually know that. She's just like, your sister's dead. Yeah, like, like if you just play the odds here. Yeah. Well, and that's actually something I really like, this idea. It's like, you know what? Andor never did find his sister. And, and that's just, and he just, he just never did. And that's just something, always a regret he always had in his life. And that's, I think that's just... I, I, but they have to play it a little bit more then. If you, if you want to add that in, they, they have to play it at least a few more times. Well, no, but this idea, also this idea that, for me, actually, I think they've done enough, personally. I mean, listen, the whole reason this whole shit is happening is because he was looking for his sister. Yeah, but I also just like this idea. It's like, you know, he got so caught up in the rebellion, in what he's doing, he never... He just he right, never got around I need, to it. I need to play it at least once or twice. Yeah, well, I, I no, they might hit on it in the finale. I, I hope this finale is longer than this ep because we just need shit to happen. All right, well, let's see. I mean, another reason why people are maybe not watching Andor is because, hey, the first three episodes are played like one pilot. Yeah. Oh, so also, how do you feel about this, about them only showing the first two? I think that's dumb. They should be showing the first three eps. I just don't think they could have got the time, maybe. Well, I think ABC, it's hard to stretch out. Th- three episodes. That's a block. lot of time, it's especially of time. if you're counting seven minutes straight of of credits, which all these Disney Plus Netflix, you know, all these Disney Plus shows do. Yeah, I just wouldn't air the credits. I would air like like in a you know what NBC used to air them in a square, and then they have the uh, commercials going on. While yeah, they, but we don't have commercials. Oh, sometimes they do it while the theme of the next show is playing. Yeah, like I remember. Uh, Effect, uh, Fox did this a lot with their animation domination to like have it all go on while the credits for Simpsons was going on. Family Guy, the you know, nanny nanny Family Guy was yeah, going yeah, on. so they could always just cut straight to a commercial. Right. Um, one more thing before we get into the episode is uh, I do feel like every decade, while we well we do get a lot of shit with Star Wars, we're, we're getting better content every decade. And there's only one. I mean, I think the reason is because uh, uh, every decade, because I would argue, you know. 80s was the top, and then or 70s. No, I mean, was the but top. like, but like, since the collapse. Oh, since the collapse in the 90s. Right, right. I mean, since the. Uh, I mean, let, let's see. I mean, I'm just saying, how often 50 plus years into your, into Star Wars being gone, done, are we getting the best content we ever got from the IP? There's very few. I can't think of another content that's like Star Wars. Like, because they there, let nothing. Because they first of all, because George Lucas really built one of the largest unexplored universes ever yeah and lucasfilm lets their creators do shit that uh, that other people do not marvel they is, are they are letting andor cook well, in a way that yeah, I can't, i've never seen ip cook no no like but this. like it's not even just andor i mean we got a show like mandalorian yeah right we got um we got the star wars uh the anime uh yeah, combinations yeah, visions, visions. visions like and, and also we have this show Acolyte coming, which also sounds like nothing we've had before. Right, and at the same time, we are getting Obi Wan. Right, we are getting uh, man. Uh, first of all, I mean Boba Fett. The second half of Boba Fett, like, give me that, give me that right now. I'll watch you it. mean you mean Mando season no, like, two point five? If Filoni wants to write anything for Star Wars, I'll do it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You may not like Tales from the Jedi, but there's one or two good episodes in there. And oh, is there? I didn't... Yeah, there's one or two good episodes in there. But I think the reason why Star Wars is can only get better and can get worse at the same time is because unlike marvel which they kind of seem like they have their hand at the throat of other creators while they say they want to let these creators do what they want to do and even when they do sometimes they fail that's okay but hey star wars doesn't do anything to these people they don't see it seems like at least from the disney plus side of things they have full full reign. So i also just heard a whole interview with one of the uh with the head producer of uh, wakanda forever yeah, he's the guy who's he's been on since uh, Winter Soldier. Okay, he's he's one of the he's one of the guys. The, the light times. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's one of their big guys, and he kind of talks about not Desposito. 
No. Okay, fine. No. He, uh, I can get his name. No, Dispute has been there since Iron Man. That's why I'm, yeah. Nah, this is like, this is the bald guy you've seen in a bunch of interviews probably lately. He's the co, uh, he's, he does a bunch of stuff. Oh, go on. But um, he kind of talked about how Marvel does their thing. And Marvel is producer first. The producers pick what the story is they're going to tell. And then they interview directors and kind of, and that's how they pick, you know, do you guys have the same vision that we have? And that's not from everything I'm hearing. That's not how Star Wars is working. Star Wars film is at all, does it? come and give us a hot take of what you want to do with Star Wars, and we'll see if we can fill it. Well, we spoke about Andor before, how uh, Gilroy, after that he was done with Rogue One, he he gave his idea for the Andor series. No, no, it's not even, that's not even what happened. Oh, uh, whatever. They were making an Andor series with another uh, guy. All right, go on, yeah. Uh, they heard, basically, he heard this Andor series was being made. He was like, all right, well... You guys should not make an Andor series. And here's all the reasons why you shouldn't make an Andor series. Okay. But if you are, this is how you should do it. And the only thing that Disney heard from that was, oh, this is how you would do it? Great. Here's your money. You're your showrunner now. Oh, guy who wrote Michael Clayton, you want to make a Star Wars show? Yeah. Like, and he was like, he was like, I told you guys you shouldn't make it. He was like, Yeah, but below you told us how it should be done. A creator of Rogue this- One, one of the most popular Star Wars entities ever. You want to make another Star Wars show? Oh, here's some money. Here's some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just like, well, also he says, you know, um Gilroy's been saying in a bunch of interviews, like, they wouldn't have let me do this five years ago. They wouldn't let me have done this three years ago. The idea that they're giving me this much money. For a television show, and I it, think I think Lucasfilm has grown some stones with Disney Plus. But it's it's not it's not even just Lucasfilm. It's the current landscape. The idea that you could spend money like this on a guy who Michael Clayton, yeah, on a guy like this, and do it on TV and do it on long form storytelling because he talks. He's so amazed that they let him do, they let him spend this much money for not a movie. And I'm not saying they don't have fan acclaim, but it seems like they have much larger critical acclaim, which 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 is probably baffling Disney Plus right now. Yeah, Disney Plus is like people people, people like, are watching this, but we could win Emmys. But like pe- people are like 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 me and you are like yeah, best show of the year possibly. Like we're just we're just enthralled. The only show for you that even comes close is the Bear. No, the, Bear's it, better. It, I know you eclipses. No, there's plenty of shows that come close to this. Like Severance was was as good, if not better. Yeah, Severance was that good. I told you the only reason Severance isn't talked about like that is because it came out in like February. Yeah. That's a problem. And if Succession was out right now, believe me, no one would be talking about Andor. No one would be talking about about Succession. (laughs) They're talking Succession. All right, episode 11. Um, The boys are out. It seemed we don't know if there are any more escapees, nor have we seen any of our other major players talk about the escape of Narkina. But uh, Andor. Well, so, so I was thinking they're trying to keep it under wraps. Like they're trying not even. To yeah, let but people... also like we're thinking about this. There's a galaxy of planets. Like how how much news is really spread? Aldani makes sense because it seems like it was targeted by a rebellion. Well, no, no. Also, the idea of that ever happening. Nothing like that. No one's ever been right. Able a to prison steal escape. Money. Like from... it doesn't seem like that's rebellion. There's no outside factors that look like involved with that. It was just hey, there's people escaping from a prison. Whatever. It's it's in the metro spotlight. A little spotlight reference for you right there. But. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, he goes out and we don't hear a lot from him. We know that his mom is dead and there's probably going to be a big kerfuffle in Ferrix. The the way they shot that the the droid went with with her dad. Well, we get the heartbreak. We get the droid and then we zoom out immediately. And then the mother's chair is empty and her cane is beside it. And they're like, droid, what do you want? He's like, I want her. She's dead. And you're just... I, my heart well, Cassian's gone as well my heart broke Cassian's like well shit I guess I'm gonna have to go I hear he's gonna have to go for the funeral and they're doing all this big lead up to this funeral they're like you know let him go on the square we want to we want them on the street where we know what they'll be well we're asking ourselves how does Luthen Mon Mothma um our two female again Moth Mothma's cousin and her lover how, how does everybody connecting um, Mon Mothma's lover, Mon Mothma's cousin, and her, her the cousin's lover, right? Ah, okay. How is how how are we all connecting on Ferrix together? And the reason is, I, I Cassian's gonna show up probably. I don't know if Mon Mothma is gonna connect. No, but how does everything connect? Yeah, everything's gonna connect. Other than Mon Mothma, I don't know if Mon Mothma connects. No, Mon Mothma's not, and he's she's not gonna be there, but she's connected somehow. She's. I, I don't know how she's gonna connect. That's my she's own. already connected because her cousin's a fucking rebel. They're all in the rebellion. Oh yes, that's her cousin there. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. they're all connected. Yeah, they're all. Connected. Okay, uh, we've been waiting for this moment. It looks like it will come in the season finale. 
right? Um, other than that, we have Luthen going to Saw Gerrera, and he's like, he, I guess he's finally trying to get Saw Gerrera to come over to his side. And by by no, no, Saw Gerrera, Saw Gerrera is the one that committed. Saw Gerrera was the one like. No, but I'll the reason it. he's going there, right? No, he's going there because Saw asked for him to come. Oh, he is going there because Saw Gerrera asked him to come. And and just in one of the performances of a lifetime, with only two scenes on this show, he's in two scenes. He, for, Forrest Whitaker shows us what being a movie star is. Yeah, and if you just look at the the dialogue on the, if you just look at it on the page, you wouldn't be thinking anything crazy of it. But but what Forrest Whitaker does with his hand motions, with his facial with motions, his, with his eyes, it, the, the PTSD in this man's eyes is so. Well, he's taken seven seconds between words sometimes, and you're like. Wait, what is he going to say next? And he's dumbfounded. Like, he's actually confused. The, the, the moment when he says, like, wait, I'm the only one that knows who you are. He's like, what? He's, like, in shock. And then Luthen just like, you do have a spy. It's that guy. That random guy. <laughs> <laughs> and Sagarera is, like, first of all, he's being... Out fucking masculine by Stellan Skarsgård. I like, know the fucking rebel fighter who, which is crazy that that the height of this character, which was created by Filoni, is taken by Gilroy in this way. And I love people that are just you know because Filoni took a bunch of characters made by yeah made by, by Lucas, Lucas, and then you have other creators taking Filoni. And I, I don't know, we don't hear anybody talk about these creators talk to each other at all, which is I weird. don't know from everything I've understood. Uh, Gilroy did not have to talk a lot he was allowed to make choices no no i would just love to hear a conversation with him and filoni talk about oh, star wars i would love that to talk about star wars because again they're 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 using similar uh, characters like, like the a24 podcast when they just get they just get their creators just to talk to each well, other first of all, Marvel, marvel doesn't do it either i mean let's have that that would be good like a conversation no, like, from within the marvel studio i'm saying the russos the russos were the first person like, like, like the russos and james gunn no sitting no, no, down no it's for the, the russos together. and coogler because the first introduction of black panther was in civil war oh yeah, I, I mean, I, there, I would like more of that because we just, I mean, I would like some insight into how these people do it because Mon Mothma, I mean, you could say whatever you want about Carrie Fisher or Ahsoka, I think is the best female character in Star Wars history so far. She's and, so and, good. And in just 10 episodes, right? Again, all these fucking people, 11 episodes now, I guess, yeah. But all these people are really shitty people, right? They're all really shitty. They all do terrible things, right? Uh, Mon Mothma is, is basically subjecting her daughter to the same hellhole that she's in right now yeah. by saying, oh, I have a passionless marriage and I hate myself. I'm going to put this on to you too well, it's the for only, the greater oh, good. Yeah, for the greater good. Well, no, I mean, she's just saving her ass, really. No, 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 what she's doing, she's trying to move this money. He's no, going to no, help she, her move the money. She, they won't know that that it's Luthen, that, that she gave the money to Luthen because that's all subject up, but they will know that no, she took all the, all the money. Yeah, 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 no, no, but also it's like he's going to help them move more money also after the fact. Right. It's, it's, it's it, like, like, like Alex, you but don't... I do think it's, a, Alex, to a certain extent, she's saving her own money. Oh, 100%. Right? But 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 it's also about the long term. I, I don't think yeah, she Obviously, would, she's more help to I, them I, in the Senate. Yes. Although I'm also saying, like, if... She, I don't think she would give up her daughter just to save her ass. I think she's helping her daughter to also help the cause. She does fucking hate her daughter, though. Daughter's real pain. Her daughter is in this movement, like the braids movement, where they're they're this old. Um, what's the name of their of their town that they were from? Whatever. She's like continued on this thing from Mon Mothma's old home planet. Where they're getting, they're they're like an old conservative movement, and I guess the the cousin hates that movement because again she is lesbian, and I guess they were against it, right? So again, there's old conservative movement, and he's just playing on American politics and American culture so yeah. much in this fucking show, and I love it. And again, we don't even better in the girl interviews. He hate he he hates it when people are like trying to put contemporary things on a show. I'm like, what do you mean? There's so much stuff, right? There. He, I guess he just likes to think it as more of like uh, he he more, likes to think he's like 20th century. He's thinking this is 20th century. We're thinking of this as hey, this guy he you could say he got due process, but really did he get due process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like he's he's like he's like you know we don't more think like Roman time stuff. No, like they're thinking that. like Soviet era too, probably. Yeah, exactly. They're not like. like but again, everything's connected. Right? Like, I mean, he's like also this is great. Gilroy's like, come on, so like Star Wars. What are you guys talking about? This is not this is not our world. And I'm like, what are you talking about, Gilroy? You're you're displaying our world on screen. And uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was talking to people on some of our socials, and they were, and I was telling them I felt like this was more connected to. Uh, 
to Soviet era and and what was going on in Arkina and they and they and every a majority of people thought this was more similar to our our own uh, prison industrial complex and and like own due process issues and I was like that's fucking awesome that we can have the different opinions there on that and, and I, possibly we could all be right we could all be right because we are right because you know history cycles obviously but um I totally lost my train of thought but yeah Luthen. Last scene. I didn't realize this at first, but listen to this. What? So Luthen, he he it seems like he's captured by the Empire and their tractor beam. And they're on level one. So what does he do? He lets the left engine go a little bit stronger, right? And they're like, he's trying to escape? Turn it up to five. Now Luthen is like, I planned this. So now when I release the shrapnel, it'll hit them fast. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I didn't think about it either. How fucking crazy He's is like, he? honestly, Skarsgård was like an absolute boss. He was like, yo, kids, I know you think you guys know how to act, but let me show you what it's like to, to, First to off, be he's, flying in Star Wars. He's out doing Forrest Whitaker. Like, he's way over macho-ing oh. him. He's over macho. He over macho. He, he, he might over macho. He him. won that conversation. He won that conversation. Yeah. And then he's up against a huge fucking star destroyer ship. Whatever that. No, I love. They're even like that. A little ship just took us down. Like really. Yeah. First of all, and even when he got free of the tractor beam, they had four. Yeah. He. Yeah. We were like. He had four ships on him. They had more than four. They. They had more also coming. Right. And then he had. He broke out like the Iron Man two lasers on him. I, I, I don't know that. Yeah, that I didn't realize that scene at first, but yeah, that's the reason he he wanted them to go to level five so that he could release the shrapnel, and then boom, they're all gone. That's that's genius. It's genius work. So at the end of the episode, I think um, no, I know that that Andor realizes his mom's dead. He gets the call. He calls the guy from Ferrix. So what do you think he does? He think he just goes to Ferrix yeah. immediately? Yeah. I'm just imagining, you know, the classic like CIA, like uh, a guy's on the next field over in the uh, in the in the graveyard, and he's got like the sunglasses on. And he's yeah, that's, exa- that's exactly what I'm. Um, it's like picture. Vin Diesel and Fast Four. Yes. Like, like it's the same sort of shit. I I want that scene in this show. He's like on the next horizon, and he's looking at the thing. I, I want I want that guy to be uh, what's his face who died in Fast Furious? Uh, Paul Walker. Yeah, I, want, I want that. Uh, you know, the big guy who is who uh, Hobbs. No, Dwayne no, 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 the no, Rock. I'm talking about in Andor, the uh, the big guy who was uh, who's like his friend. In yeah, the first yeah. Time. I want him to come over, uh, <laughs> like what's his face in uh, in Fast and Furious, and be like, "Oh, Paul Walker." Yeah, like Paul Walker walks up to Vin Diesel, and he's like, "Oh, you, my God, what what are you doing here? You can't be here. The cops are right around the corner." It's classic, like '80s, '90s my, movie action thriller. My, and, he's, and he's like, "It's my mom. I gotta do it. It's all about family. The only people that matter." the people in this room exactly yeah fine that's it uh and or episode 11 we'll do 12 next week and white lotus episode four probably too um you want to just talk about uh nothing we're done boom